Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, this is Natalie Jean. C'est Natalie Jean. And today on Chatting with Nat, we have the honor of having singer-songwriter Aria Phoenix. I, I said right. Heartfelt voice, fresh sounds, and contagious energy. Aria Phoenix, a versatile artist full of honest compositions that defy genres. Her sound has pop, country, ballad, and R&B influences swinging smoothly between them. With a diverse background in songwriting, musical theater, dance, and even graduating from medical school, Aria's life experiences include influence her artistry. Now, that being said, I am waiting for Aria to get on. I haven't heard from her. <laughs> Sorry. If I don't hear from her, we will have to cancel the show, or we will reestablish the show for another day. Today is the 24th, is it not? I believe that it is. Um, yep, today is the 24th, but she has not logged on. So, zippity doo da, zippity day. My oh my, what a beautiful day. Okay. When life sends you live show, I'm just going to end it right now. Now, let me just give her another two minutes. And I guess I'm going to sit here and talk about myself. So, you know, I have a song called I Can't. Um, it's already been nominated for Radio Music Awards. It won a Global Music Award for um, a silver for Best Country Song. <laughs> And here she is. Hello. Hi. I was just talking to myself because you weren't on. So just to let you know, in the beginning, I'm just, I, I did the bio. Um, that's why I asked people to call okay. in a little bit earlier. Um, I, so here's a question for you because this is live. I don't edit anything. So basically this is what they're going to hear. So, would you prefer to keep going? Would you prefer to keep going, or do you want to reschedule for another day? No, let's keep going. Okay, okay. All right, so I just read your bio. Normally, I put the applause on. Um, Now you're on, and I'm just going to ask you, how are you doing? <laughs> Natalie, hi. It's such a pleasure meeting you. I've followed you. I've seen and listened to your work and it's awesome just to be sharing this space. I'm awesome. What about you? Um, I'm okay. I am hanging in there. It's just been it's been a crazy uh past three years. Uh the uh, the world has gone all over the place. 
Um, so it's just been very, it's been very interesting. So on that subject, how have you been through, you know, the tsunamis, earthquakes, you know, here in the United States, the Roe versus Wade, we had George Floyd, we had elections, we had the pandemic, we had COVID had some babies, polio tried to make a comeback, measles came back, (laughs) Um, we had a bunch of mass shootings. It's just been one hell of a ride. So how have you been able to deal with all of that? Wow, that's um, that's an interesting question that you don't often get asked. And I think here's where just, you know, um, mental health and keeping your energy grounded and and surrounded with great people and trying not to. Obviously, you need to know what's going on in the world, but you know, not being like connected 24-7 about everything <laughs> and trying just to shield a little bit your energy. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's been crucial for me because obviously that gets you down. We're all human, right. so it's, it's, it's sad to see all of this happening. And I don't know what, what we can do is obviously do our best from the place we are um, working or or, you know, from our area, which is music, of course. Um, so, but also shielding a little bit ourselves um, and, you know, keeping our mental health in a great shape. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's hard, obviously. Yes, it is hard because, I mean, it's hard and sometimes it's easy. If you have the ability to block out all the negativity and focus on positivity, yeah then more kudos to you. Um, it's a difficult thing to do because, you know, like I said, the world is all over the place. Now, one of the questions uh, I like to ask is this. I'd like to give you a little scenario. So during the pandemic, obviously, <coughs> it was bad. A lot of people died. People lost re- relatives. People lost limbs. People got long from COVID. All kinds of things happened. So, you know, the major things that I saw were um, – you know, families were walking together because now they had to spend time together. So they got to know each other now. Um, you have people that work long hours and then they decide they need to cut back on hours because they realized they weren't spending enough time with their family. Then you have people um, that quit their jobs. A lot of people quit their jobs because what the pandemic did was it made people realize, truly realize that life is short. And so they rather do something that's more Absolutely. in line with their mission, something that they love. They need food to eat. They need clothes on their back. They need a house to live in. But they also want to be happy. So a lot of people quit their jobs to do something that's more fulfilling. Climate change. My God, when we were not in the streets, the pollution level went down. Um, the trees were happy. Mother Nature yeah. was happy. The animals were happy. But we had to come back. Now, with, with artists like you and I, uh, some people created uh, EPs, new singles, new albums. Some people decided not to do music anymore. Some people d- decided to rebrand. So what I'm trying to say is that there was a lot of um, self-introspection. People had time to think about Absolutely. their lives and where they want their lives to go. So as an artist or even as a person, did you think about your life? Did you think about um, the way – did you think about – um, if you want to stay the same as an artist or did you want to change anything? What did you think about? It was um, a great time for me, despite everything, of course, but 
I think everything has a, a, a silver lining despite in all the bad circumstances that can happen. And, well, for me, I did take some time to stop. I studied, actually, uh, I went to medical school, so I was very, very much into all the topic and Um, you know, in, in everything about about health and and about what's going what was going on by that time, but right. um, it was it was it was so curious because I finished like all um, my my papers and stuff just before graduating COVID hit, so I wasn't able to mm. to work yet because I hadn't I didn't have my credentials and stuff, but right. so I had to stay at home, but um. Obviously, it was like weird, so I had to wait a, 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 a like month to 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 finally graduate and and then start everything. This is this is a great part of my story because um, now I don't I don't do practice. I don't do medical practice anymore because music is always what I've loved. <laughs> um, I did study medicine and I do love it and I respect it a lot but coming from a traditional family that was the path like they wanted for me so once I graduated and that's when pandemic hit so it was a time like to make decisions for my own to 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 finally you know empower myself and and start building my like my own path for the first time because I obviously started like med school way too young you think you know but you don't <laughs> and and you know um it was finally the time to stop like everything say right. you know music is is, is is the love of my life I can't live without it and it's definitely what I want to do for the rest of my life I was doing both. Like in med school, I was singing, recording. I had shows and stuff. I was signed by a label during that okay. time, and and uh, the label like uh, we, we kept we kept um, releasing music with that time because we had some stuff pre-recorded. But mm -hmm. definitely, but definitely during COVID, um, as you said, we have. We had a lot of a lot of time to think, and I decided to end that deal because it wasn't aligned anymore with with my being and my essence and my soul. So okay. I do feel what you were saying about you know rebranding or making a deep shift in your career. I was definitely not the artist back then. I realized that once again I wasn't. I wasn't making my own decisions. They were making it for me the way they wanted me to look, what they wanted me to sing, um, right. the genre, the topics, you know, everything. So I do, um, after pandemic, I decided to end the deal and I take a whole year for myself. It was already, it was actually 2021. So we still had COVID, but, you know, not that, it wasn't like that um, <laughs> chaotic anymore. <laughs> Right. And I, I started from the ground as an independent artist. Well, kudos, to, uh, kudos to you for following your your heart and your soul and everything that you want to do. Now, when you decided not to, you know, you did, you went through medical school. Um, what does your family think about that? The fact that you said no to medical school and you want to do music full time. It was a weird feeling. I don't know, call it um, intuition, <laughs> but it's like I always knew that somehow um, uh, I was gonna 
you know, music was going to find me again. So while I was in medical school, like, I never stopped singing, like, at all. I think I began uh, medical school, like, I was 16, I think. I actually started very young. And I had my YouTube channel, and, you know, I I uploaded my covers and original songs. Then a DJ kind of discovered me, and I started recording vocals for DJs and then songwriting for DJs, but not really understanding anything about the industry. Just, you know, they were opportunities, and I loved singing, so I just went ahead and did it. But but then... um, the opportunity came for me to start recording, like, you know, my own songs, my own recordings, and the label came. So um, it wasn't like such like a shock. Like, I I think they deep down knew it was going to explode sometime. Like, it was a ticking bomb. (laughs) Right. I was a ticking bomb, um, you know, because, and, and it is a very hard career, and it's a long career. It took me yeah. eight years from my life. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was obviously hard when when COVID came and we had a lot of time to really talk, you know, and right. they had to, for the first time, listen to me and listen to my voice and, and tell them, hey, this this is not my life. I've been living your dreams in, 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 in the life you've wanted for me, but this is not going anymore. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, no, it's definitely important to follow one street because life is short, you know, and if you're going to live in this life, you might Absolutely. as well be happy in it. So I always tell people, yes. um, you should find the thing that really feeds you. You you should you should find the, the thing that is your saving grace because you'll be a lot happy. And when you're happy, the people around you are happy. So that's what's it's, it's, um, it's very important. Now, how did you get into the music business? It, was it like you came out of the womb, meaning that your, your mother had you, and you were like, okay, music is music is me, or was it something that you heard or <laughs> saw, and you were just like, oh my gosh, I got to do this music thing? Um, yeah, like since I went to like preschool, I started, you know, uh, leading musicals, and a bunch of it came from school. And there were some contests, and I would always, like, come first in festivals. So mm. there was definitely something going on there. So And then I, I started with my YouTube channel, and I actually, like, I did better back then than now. <laughs> well, I was oh, wow. rebranding myself, but I got, like, very viral when YouTube was only, like, starting, and it was this covered culture, you know? Like, right. it, it was, like, probably... Uh, uh, 2000, I don't know, 10, mm. 90-ish, and, right. and, and, and I got, like, great fans and great numbers and stuff, and that, when, when I decided to start recording my own songs, because I started songwriting, like, by the age of 12, and okay. first, first for me, then for, for some DJs, um, doing like some some EDM pop collapse like by that time um, David Guetta and Rihanna did, you know okay. that that kind of sound, <laughs> and and then I finally get the chance to a real producer who was the first person who believed in me and he was like mm-hmm. you know what let's work together let's split the the that that's when I heard 
for the first time, like the the, the word royalties, you know, but presentative right. and 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 yes. So he taught me a lot about that, and thank God, you know, it was a very honest person, which I still admire, and and I'm, I'm still, you know, I still keep in touch with him because I could be, I could have been like scammed. I was like, I don't know, 14, and I I didn't have my parents' support, so I was doing everything like um, without them like realizing and, right. and after uh, shifts later in medical school. So, so yeah, that was like my first contact with the real industry. And then of course, with the, with the label, I learned a lot of, a lot more about, um, you know, how, how, how a 360 of an artist works. Right. Exactly. Now, what do you love most about being an artist? Wow, I think my favorite part is definitely songwriting. <laughs> I also songwrite for other artists, and I've done it a couple of times for, like, TVs and, and you know, shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, now, like, I'm falling in love again with songwriting for myself because before, okay. like, back then, I was always songwriting thinking, you know, is this song going to get approved? Is this right. song what they want to hear? Like, I really disconnected from my soul. Like, I wasn't writing from a place of truth, but I couldn't mm. because I know I, I, I just knew it wasn't what they were looking for. So um, I now I feel so much more, like, fearless. And, right. and you know, I'm just, I'm just writing from a place of truth and honesty and yes, I think that process from from you know sitting in the piano and and just letting out the words that my my, my soul wants to are my soul wants to sing like in the moment right. that for me is like the most magical part. I love performing too, but but definitely um, I'm falling in love again with with songwriting from myself for myself. Great. And how important is it for you to be, you know, yourself? How important is it for you to be authentic in your music, in your artistry? Like 100% super, super important <laughs> because I've, I've been, uh, you know, the mainstream sexy artist. You right. know, I've, I've been that. And it's great. You get obviously numbers. You obviously grow on social media. <laughs> so right. um, coming from a place of honesty is much harder, but definitely feels so much better. At the end, you realize those numbers are nothing. If if, if you are not happy with who you are, and and you you may you know you may have less engagement or whatever, but those connections, you're truly like. Um, like generating an impact in your followers. And that for me is super important because I obviously studied medicine and despite I don't do practice anymore, there's right. this humanity, this vulnerability in me. So like um, this phase of my career uh, with all this rebranding and now being Aria Phoenix and and all these topics I've, I've got to sing about, my first single was um, came in hand with a mental health campaign um, you know, so it's it, it. I feel that like my medical self and my artist self are finally not fighting each other, but right. like just hugging, <laughs> right. 
with this well, phase of my life. That's very good. I mean, it's really important. One of the things I tell people that are in the music uh, industry is that music is our superpower because music has the power to make such a big difference in people's lives. It's the place where everyone can get along because nobody cares. They're just listening to the music. They're jamming to it. They're like, oh, this is a great place to be. Um so when we're, and what I love is that, you know, when artists really write or sing or perform from their soul, there's the most amazing thing. Now, one of the things is that during the pandemic, a lot more people were able to find their independent artists because they had the time to. So they found that yeah. artist that really, um, that really made them, and really made them gravitate to them because now they can say, oh, you know, when I'm feeling a certain way, I can listen to Aria and she's going to give me the best music and I'm, I'm going to participate. Or they can listen to my music and they said, oh, this song is great because now I can vent. I can get angry. I can be happy. I can be sad. I can do whatever. So people were looking for something like hope. They were tired of, you know, the whole fake news and all that crap going on in the world. You know, one of the things I learned about TikTok is that um, TikTok says the the videos that do the best are the people that are being authentic. Not even the mainstream artist uh, videos. It's the people that are just doing regular things. It's almost like when you learn how to eat a pineapple or somebody singing uh, about something going on in their life or somebody just going on TikTok and crying about something because people can relate to that. And people, a lot of people are looking Absolutely. for more for music that they can relate to, that the person seems to understand. They want to, you know, they want to fantasize that the artist is like their best friend and they can go to them whenever they need to feel better. Um, so that's why I tell people yeah. that um, music is their uh, superpower. Now, tell me about your song, That's My Baby. What is that about? Well, that's my baby. Um, just released, <laughs> so I'm I'm super excited that that you know I'm sharing this day with you and having all these real conversations. And and that's my baby. Um, is a song I wrote uh, for my boyfriend because I think after you know after this after all this like um, introspection and self discovery and self journey to my inner self um i think that finally like opened the door to find someone right. that is in the same path and mm -hmm. you know like in the in the same frequency as you which is something right. super super hard <laughs> yes, um, so finding <laughs> totally so finding a, a a partner like that has really inspired me he's actually my music producer too so he is the producer behind that's my baby and all my songs um, and he, he was like by my side all the time when I quit the label. And then when I decided, when I decided to, you know, start from the ground again and create a totally different artist that felt finally like myself. Mm -hmm. So he's been like the best buddy through all that process that is not easy because, because finding who you are is never easy. And it's also a never ending process, of course. Um, so so um when I met him we we went to, to to we went out on a trip 
and okay. it was COVID, but it was like by the countryside. So we kind of like disconnected from the world and everybody was like, where are you? Who is he? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like your, your best friends are, what, who are you? Like, um, who is him and stuff? They wanted to know all the gossip. So when I came right. back <laughs> from, from this, um, little, a trip, little adventure we had, and we actually wrote great, amazing songs. Um, my first single came trip. Um, um, the mental health one that is very beautiful. Okay. Also, it's called Should I Give Up. So when I came back from that, and and I went like, <laughs> you know, to to have brunch with my friends and stuff. I was like, mm, okay, girls, I need to tell you something. I met somebody, and He's not like uh, the, the the kind of guys you've seen me dating, you know, because because right. they are the first to judge and to hate when they are not when they don't treat you right, you know, you're right, exactly. your best friends. <laughs> so it's it's this song about just a girl telling their 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 friends like, hey, I think I met somebody which I can finally. Um, believe this is the one <laughs> because he respects me and it's it's like a kind of like a checklist like you right. know he respects me he he just doesn't judge me uh, from the way I look what I what 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 I like um, my outfits something that is so basic but we get so judged as women not only by women but also as men you know so he finally right. sees like he finally sees me like for who I am, he's super respectful, he lo he cares and loves his mom, which is like a, 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 a something that is important for me right. when, when when I look for a partner, um, he respects animals, he, 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 I mean, it's like this super honest checklist of all the things I admire from him that, that to me was very, very hard to find. And the, the, the song literally starts like, girl i met somebody <laughs> and then that's the starting point to you know um name all this traits of of a very um honest relationship awesome all right well let's do it yeah girl i met somebody another kind i'm used to date he doesn't criticize the way I dress or talk He sees me differently He talks about his feelings And he's not afraid to cry He speaks up when something is not fair And he's kind to animals and plants That is my baby A beautiful 
vibe to the song um it takes you back to a different era um it's really cool really cool and how does your boyfriend like the song um he loves it like when when i wrote it i i wrote it in the piano and then i told him like i wrote a song but i didn't tell him like it's for you initially because right. I wanted to see like his reaction and but then I tried to sing it and I started crying like I burst it in tears and I couldn't sing it. Oh wow. <laughs> so it was like what, what happened? <laughs> but it wasn't like you know sad tears they were happy tears right. of course like grateful tears and 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 then he was like okay come down and then he brought his guitar, and then he he also played it too, so I could like you know just try to right. sing. But uh, yeah, <laughs> he That's loved awesome. it, and and I think that obviously shows because he put so much love like in the in the, the instrumental, you know, in the right. music production. That's all him. Like the guitar is him too. So so that shows. <laughs> That's really awesome. liked it. He did an awesome job. I, I love also the old school vibe. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely love that. Now, um, what? Wh- how do you go about um, the creative process? How do you decide what you're going to write about? And when you do decide what you're going to write about, um, how do you go about, you know, getting the melody, the, the, the track, um, the lyrics? Well, um, for me, it is a little random because it's like uh, kind of, I feel just the intuition. I need to write something. <laughs> like there's something right. I want to write. It's like, I don't know, I always tell people and, and they laugh, but it's like, I need to pee. <laughs> but mm. it's a song. It's like a need. There's like a, a physiological need. And my last, my last single, for example, we were like, in the kitchen cooking and this this melody came in and and also a couple of words so when i feel that it's like a call and i try to to stop everything um to, right. you know quit whatever i'm doing and prioritize this because it not always happens like i can obviously sit down and create a song i've had to you know writing for other artists and in sessions obviously like i i can get a in like songwriting mode 
but um, this random like um, part, <laughs> yeah, I I always try to like follow them and and you know get this melody out of my head and and feel the words. Like I used to be like very practical before because I always felt like my my main objective was getting this song approved by the label. So of course right. I couldn't like. That, that that didn't have any intuition <laughs> so it was more like mechanical and thoughtful um, mm -hmm. to to that to that objective but but now I'm letting myself get carried away by what I'm feeling in the moment and it feels very like I don't know it flows naturally and I've had like um, um I already have like scheduled like nine releases ahead because I try to sense the timing of the year and and, right. and what could come best now like for the month and stuff um so so yes that's how I try to like schedule my releases but I try just to write when I feel the urge to <laughs> that's right. basically what happens I I I, the first thing I get is usually like a melody, a main melody. Okay. Um, and and then I start getting like some words. It, it's almost like a vision, but I listen to it in my head. So I sit down and try to translate everything, and I until I finish it. I don't like I I don't start doing anything else until I get it done. And then I edit it, of course, you know, I, I play it the next day and see what the hell did I write. Uh, but I try to respect a lot that intuition because I think they those sparks always um, always lead me to a place of truth and very, like, honest lyrics. Cool. Yeah, I'm a person I can't I can't be forced to write anything and it has to flow. Obviously, if somebody asks me to write something, <laughs> I will do it. But exactly. it's better when it's better when it's 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 natural, you know. Because I will sit sit at the Absolutely. computer screen or my piece of paper and scream at it for hours, and nothing will come. Then all of a sudden, I'll wake up the next day and everything will yeah. flow. I completely understand that. Um, so I I'm going to play your song. And I'm also super old school. Like I I always write in paper, and you know yeah. I like to have my pencil and paper. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, very yeah, I have to, yeah, I'm very old school. Like, I like to read. I still like to read books, you know, physical books. Oh, I like, so do I, I. Like, I love physical books. Yeah, I want the. Uh, um, I like to touch the paper. I like to touch the book. It's you know, I'm still very much old school in, in regards to that. So I completely agree. Now I'm going to play your song <laughs> "Karma Exists." Tell me what that's about. Karma Exist was my previous release, um, and that was the one that came up in the kitchen. <laughs> so mm. we were cooking with my boyfriend, and um, I got like the melody from the verse, like that. Um, mm. And and then he started doing like this, bottom, them, them, that, um. <laughs> so so he 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 got in in the vibe too, and. I like to read a lot about like mindfulness and and well-being and and you know so I love psychology too. I got I got the chance to you know study a little bit during my career 
um, that's always something that has caught my interest. So um, I was reading a chapter about like about like karma and and in this book I love it's from Deepak Deepak Chopra. Right. So he was you know talking about about um, how he believes karma works and stuff. Um, and I, I'm so fascinated always um, about reading that. <laughs> and 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 this word came up and. I wanted to make a song that is like you always you always go through life and you will find people who don't like you. Right. <laughs> like that's right. natural. You can't just be exactly. You can't just I don't know um, be be liked by everybody. So nope. um, people are always gonna talk and they're always gonna like gossip and and say stuff about you. But you have the final call of like you know getting affected by that or just going uh keep going and you know getting stronger by all that what happens and and growing and healing so mm -hmm. i do believe that that the the final call is yours so that that karma exists is pretty much about like letting go from people that hurt you from situations that have affected you And just moving on. So right. that's karma, I see. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, let me play it. Do you forget it for me? What's up with your memory? Cause you're telling everybody something, but you really can't fool me. And now I'm usually no drama queen.
there's another, uh, this one has a country twist to it. Um, yes. What? Yes. Um, I, I do love, like, I grew up a lot with between pop, R&B, and a bit of country. <laughs> and also a bit of hip-hop. So I do believe, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mixture of all that. <laughs> I love and that. And I'm also, like, I'm also like like very I love sarcasm, you know, and I love being funny and being like like not so serious every time. So expect many songs, <laughs> you know, that that don't that are not like that um, serious and and you know like heavy. <laughs> I know. I absolutely love that. Um, um. So, what is what is your favorite genre? Definitely pop. I do think, uh, despite I don't know, that's my baby has a little like doo up and probably a little bit of R and B slash soul or this one that is like a country ish. I do believe mm-hmm. pop is like the core <laughs> of everything because I I definitely grew up um, with Christina Aguilera and later yeah. on with Adele. So I look up this women that have these incredible voices and and that that are just like breathtaking their songs um their stories so um i do believe like just pop it's 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 what mainly runs through my veins (laughs) definitely yeah i love that because i i do several genres myself but my main would be um country and um, Americana. Now, one last question is this. What are three things you wish you had known before you got into the music industry? Wow. Love that question. Okay. First one that nobody else is responsible for your career and your success, but you. You can be right. signed by the biggest label or have the greatest manager in the world. And they are, of course, going to do some stuff for you. But right. your career, your past, your daily action is what, you know, mm-hmm. has all the difference. So, And that's very empowering also. Yeah. Of course, it's so scary, but it's also empowering to know your fate is in nobody's hands but yours that's that's right the first thing the the second thing is that you need to do your registrations properly and you know care about what you write and you know sign um in 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 ASCAP or BMI or whatever you want to you want to um you know sign with all the legal stuff, because this is a very legal um, career. <laughs> and sometimes as artists, we just want to focus on the creative process, which is okay and it's awesome. Yeah. But, um, also, nobody else is going to care about that. And it's, that's our responsibility, you know, to, to have discipline, feeling everything that needs to be feel when a song comes up. Uh, or when you participate in a songwriting session for someone else, because then the day something blows up, then everybody gets crazy. <laughs> so 
So it's yeah. better to be sure of, of 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 what you own, and and that's only yours, and nobody can take that away from you. Well, I I mean, of, of course you can um, sign contracts and stuff and right. negotiate the percentages, but um, what's yours, and 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 it's definitely yours, and and if you have all the registrations you're going to do great. <laughs> and that's something I learned um, uh, like a bunch of years after I started. <laughs> and the third is definitely don't try to be someone else. Like don't try to catch up with the trends just because right. you want to get viral. Because you could and you will get viral if, if that's your purpose. But that is not lasting and you're going to feel that void later of, you know, not building something for your own that feels authentic and that is really connecting with people. So um, choosing to be somebody else is definitely not right. It will not feel right for you and your audience will not connect the same way. And we right. all have something to bring to the table and to the industry. There are, of course, millions of artists, but nobody is like you. So that was yeah. the third thing, definitely. Yeah, no, I yeah, the your, the last one, all of the things you said were are important, but the last one is the most important because I think people try to change people all the time, and and you know everybody has something to say. And whatever you do, sing it from your soul, be authentic, be yourself. Don't let anybody ever try to change who you are because you'll be miserable. In the end, um, you know who you are as an artist. You don't have to follow the trends, like you say. And you might create something unique because right now on radio, it's basically the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over over again. And it's time that, you know, things change. So I completely agree with you. Um, but yeah, well, thank you, Ariane, for being on chatting with Matt. It was my pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Matt. I had an awesome time. I love these spaces where you can, you know, get real. So thank you for all the honesty, for your energy, and I wish you the best. Thank you so much for having me. Same here. All right, everybody. That was singer-songwriter Aria Aria, Phoenix on Chatting with Nat. Um, If you want to find her, she's on Instagram at M-A-F-C-A-L M-A-F-E-A-L-V-A-R-E-Z Official That's Instagram yeah, that's a mouthful. Yeah, I think it's much easier if you look for Aria Phoenix and, you know, yeah. the verified account. That's yeah. it. That was my previous name, and it's been crazy trying to change it because it's verified. Oh, so just search for Aria Phoenix, and the blue tick will tell you that's me. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard her, so you just Google find her, and you'll find all her great music, everything you want to know about her. Um, she's amazing. Until next time on Chatting with Nat. Thank you again. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.
with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.